Whereas when you actually do it in person, which is what kind of our tagline is, is that we like that specialized care that we can provide to those municipalities. You can actually see on their face and, oh, yes, I completely understand that. And yeah, so it's a great, great feeling to be completely honest. You're listening to OMAG All Access, a podcast about all things affecting municipalities in Oklahoma, hosted by OMAG's new Chief Executive Officer, Susie Paulson. Today, we're here with Katie Girardi from um, OKMRF, the Municipal Retirement Fund, that I think a good majority of cities in Oklahoma are in. Hi, Katie. How are you? Hi, Susie. I'm well. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Gives us a chance to get the word out about OMRF. Yeah, great. So I just thought we'd just kind of talk high level about OMRF and um, maybe some plans that you guys offer and some services that you offer and how employees or members of OMRF can get information about their plans and um, I know you guys have come to OMAG many times to talk to employees, and yes. I've had to pick up the phone just to call and say, <laughs> I need to make these changes, and you guys have been great. But um, So just generally speaking, um, well, first, why don't you tell us what you do for OMRF? Sure. What's your job? Yeah, so I've been with OMRF now for coming up on five years. So I came from working with American Fidelity, where it was with the teachers' retirement plans, and then I got the opportunity to come help municipalities learn a little bit about local government and things like that. So my main job at OMRF is to actually travel throughout this great state. So I get the opportunity to actually sit down with the employees of all the municipalities, ranging from whomever goes and picks up your trash, whomever actually goes and fix your water line break, who handles your utility payments, all the way up to the city manager or the mayor. So it's great that it's such a wide variety of employees with the municipalities that you can actually sit down and have a meaningful conversation with them about how important it is to not only save for retirement, but just to better prepare yourself in your during working years. Um, So I get the opportunity to actually do that. constantly am on the road. COVID kind of killed that obviously last year, but just in this past month for June, um, I've probably been home about maybe three days this whole month besides on the weekend. So you can kind of see that municipalities are really starting to reach out. They understand that this is an important benefit that they actually provide for their employees. And they also see those checks that they submit to us on a bi-weekly process. And so they see how much it actually costs the city. So they want their employees to understand that this benefit is in a compensation package with the rest of their salary, their health insurance, everything that comes around. So when I get the chance to actually even do Greek group meetings and standing in front of a whole group of people just so that everybody's on the same page and it doesn't start this game of telephone because sometimes you run into that on individual meetings that one person will hear something one way and then they go and tell their coworker, and somehow this string of telephone starts and all of a sudden OMRF is now actually going to be the medical research Like that's how it kind of ends up being. So when we're able to do the group meetings and actually just go over the entire plan, that's extremely beneficial because everybody hears the same information. 
Um, after that's done, usually we just take some time to sit down individually to review and actually make sure that that employee's on track for retirement and actually determine is there anything more that they can be actually doing to prepare for retirement? Is there anything else that's available with these plans? And so I always have been the type of person, you work really hard for your money. And the fact that this is, you're making a sacrifice while you're in the middle of your career to not be able to maybe purchase that big home, to maybe go on those nice vacations. So when it's that hard-earned money and you are actually making a contribution to that retirement plan, I always make sure that the employees know down to almost the nitty gritty of how that plan actually operates. You know, it's my job to understand the nuances of it, but they need to understand where that money is actually going and how it's going to continue to grow to have a benefit for them at a future date. So that's great that we get to sit down and do that with the employees. And I think it's extremely beneficial. Yeah. I mean, the end game is to be able to retire and enjoy your retirement, right? So needless to say that I always, I'll sit down with people and the number one thing they say is, well, you know, do you have a retirement date in mind? And the first thing out there, well, I'm going to work here until I die. And it's like, well, I have a benefit that we can make sure that you don't have to do that (laughs) unless you honestly want to. So it's kind of one of those things. There are things that you can do to actually have a retirement that you can enjoy after this long, hardworking career. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I want to retire. I think everybody does. I think everybody does. They. Just... I love my job if my boss is listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay, I know OMRF has multiple plans that I guess cities can choose from. I don't know if the cities can have multiple plans within yes. the city. So yes. maybe just talk about a few of those or maybe the most commonly used plans. So that's what's really great about our system in itself is that we understand that every single municipality has a different budget. So we understand that the budget for the city of Hera is going to be different from the budget with the city of Geronimo. So Geronimo is one of our new plans. So what's really great is that that city management can really sit down and say, okay, this is our employee base. This is what we can afford as far as an employer. And this is the way we can actually customize this plan to where we can retain and also recruit employees to make sure that it's a good enough benefit from you know other municipalities or even keep those great working employees around. So we actually offer three different types of plans. So the first one being what's called a defined benefit plan. So the majority of people know that as a pension So that's going to be your lifetime check that you can never outlive. So it's always going to be based on how long you work for a municipality and then what your average salary is. And then it's going to be times what's called a plan multiplier. And that plan multiplier is going to be different depending on which municipality you work for. So we have plans. um, It's kind of a ladder that goes starts at the very bottom where that plan multiplier is going to be 0.75% and it actually goes all the way up to our number one plan which is a 3%. So you can kind of see just normal multiplication problem if any of those factors within that actual calculation are higher clearly the monthly benefits going to be more. So that's how if a municipality can only afford you know to have a plan level that's a double C 
and they want to work their way towards a double A. It's just kind of one of those things that we make it to where it's flexible. We understand municipal budgets and that they operate on sales tax revenue. So we understand that when that money's not coming in, we still make it sustainable that they can have a long-term career of making sure that those employees have retirement. So that's going to be the defined benefit. Like I said, it's a lifetime check that also allows if an employee or soon to be retiree is married, um, that they can actually cover their spouses for their lifetimes as well. So there's a couple nuances that go in with that, but a pension check is, like I said, it's something that you can outlive. So that's a great sense of security. Um, knowing that into the future with healthcare and things like that on the rising costs, milk no longer, you know, gallon of milk no longer costs a dollar fifty, you know, it's three fifty. Those costs are just gonna continue to rise. So if you know for a fact that you have that money coming in every single month, it is kind of a breath of fresh air and it's a, a relief knowing that you're never gonna have to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So the other plan that we offer is a defined contribution plan. So a defined contribution plan works almost just like a 401k, which majority of people are more aware of what a 401k is because they hear it on the news or they hear it in the media. And, you know, you'll see companies saying, hey, there's a matching 401k and things like that because municipalities fall underneath that public sector. They just happen to be underneath a different tax code. That new that other tax code is called a 401a. So that's the only difference in between the two. But that particularly works where it's actually an investment account. So when I mentioned the defined benefit plan, I didn't mention anything about investments. That's all taken care of by the Oklahoma Municipal Retirement Fund by actually pooling those assets. And then we have an investment consultant that actually takes care of investments altogether. Um, With the defined contribution plan, the 401A, That is what allows the employees to actually choose their investments. So they choose how they actually want to be invested, whether that be aggressively or extremely conservatively. That way, the contributions that are going in that will be hopefully employee, hopefully employer over the course of the years, hopefully with the growth added in from the investments that they will have this nice nest egg that they will be able to pull from and they'll be able to do just monthly payments if they wanted to do that, a lump sum, which is never really advisable, but something that they do have the opportunity to do. So that is, how that account works is yes it's flexible in the amounts that you receive which is nice because that's how it differs from a defined benefit plan Um, but with a defined contribution plan once that balance gets to zero it doesn't regenerate itself so that's what is difficult is that you have to be 100 percent prudent about making sure that your lifestyle that you're living and the amounts that you're taking out are actually going to be that there's going to be a balance left and that you won't outlive it yeah and, yeah, and important why you shouldn't take money out of it exactly. over your working life because yes. you need it to be there when you retire. Yes, there yeah. is a reason why they're called retirement accounts. Yeah, But I have also, I am obviously a huge proponent for retirement, clearly, um, but I'm also in that situation where you do have to always pay for life, um, meaning on your day-to-day, before you can ever save for retirement. Because I've been in that situation where the $20 that could be going to retirement every paycheck is going to be the difference whether or not, whether or not the lights are on in my apartment yeah. type of situation. So you always have to pay for life before you can ever pay, save for retirement. That's true. And, you know, there's 
unforeseeable medical oh yes things Tons. that happen i or think layoffs uh, and covid mm-hmm. unfortunately was a very eye-opening experience for a lot of people when they realized that you know having that emergency fund if and when things like that happen because it's not a if type of situation it's a win situation when people are going to be in those types of positions um it happens to everybody and you never know what's going to happen that's why they call it an emergency yeah that's true (laughs) true omag all access would like to thank you for listening to this podcast for your time we would like to offer you the chance to win a pair of omag all access bluetooth headphones to enter all you have to do is head to www.omag.org forward slash all access and click on the corresponding image at the top of the screen. The password for each episode will change, so make sure you are always up to date on the newest episode of OMAG All Access by subscribing with your favorite podcast app. The password for this episode is retirement. Follow the directions on the giveaway page and you will be entered. Good luck. So the third plan? So the third plan is actually going to be a specialized plan. Um, This is usually a one-person plan that we can actually write for somebody that's in a specific position at that particular municipality. So usually that person is going to be a city manager or a city attorney or things like that. So the reason why we actually have this plan is called a customized uh, manager option plan. The reason why we have it is because, truth be told, the actual tenure for a city manager is usually not as long as the rest of the general employees. That's just a blunt fact. So that being said, they would negotiate in their contract to have an immediate vesting. So that way, if for some reason they don't remain at that municipality to meet the vesting schedule that's been stated for the general employees plan, they can pick that up and move it with them. Okay, so they can take it to the next city. They would be able to take it to the next city or roll it over to an individual retirement account outside. So yes, 100%. Yeah, so that's going to be the third one. We have, um, I'm going to say, as far as split between our members, we have some the one that comes to mind, Weatherford. Uh, Weatherford also has, they have a defined benefit plan that their employees participate in that is mandatory. They also have a defined contribution plan that is also mandatory. And they also have a city manager. Actually, take that back. They don't have a city manager plan. They do have those two plans that both of them are mandatory for their employees. So it's kind of one of those things. Weatherford may be able to afford that, but maybe Choctaw can't. Yeah. So it's different between all the municipalities, I would say, I don't even know if anybody has the exact same plan as the next municipality. Yeah, and that goes into my next question because I think a lot of city employees don't know what they have. Mm -hmm. They just don't. It's Mm -hmm. like insurance. I mean, you know you need it and you pay for it (laughs) and you hope it just takes care of itself when when it's time to use it, right? And so, I, anytime I've ever had a question, I just call you yep. and say, can you come to OMAG? Because I know if I have a question, other people have questions. Exactly. Um, so why don't you just tell the listeners, you know, some of the ways that, I mean, you talked earlier yep. about, you know, you enjoy going to the cities mm-hmm. and, and you know, talking to groups of people and individuals. But um, how would so. someone, if they had questions about their plan, um, who could they reach out to? Sure. What's the best way to do that? So the best way to do that is to really just either give myself um, a call or my colleague, Chris Watley. We're kind of, we 
kind of tackle the entire state together. And if it's usually we have an authorized agent for each of our municipalities, so we kind of coordinate things with them. But what we'll do in order to keep costs down for us as a fund is if somebody contacts us from, let's see, Spavanaugh is one that hopefully going to be one of our new members sometime soon. Well, they're about three and a half hours away mm-hmm. from Oklahoma City. So in that instance, what I'll do is I'll just kind of look at a map and determine, okay, well, Jay's out there, Adair's out there, make a whole trip out of it. And then you'll never, it's always surprising to me how when you get to a municipality and you actually get done with that group meeting that they were like, we didn't even know this was a possibility. And it's just like just getting that word out through those new authorized agents or the authorized agents that have been there for forever. So we kind of try to make sure that we visit each of our municipalities at least one time per year. Obviously, COVID, that doesn't count. 2020 didn't count. (laughs) But needless to say, we try and get everybody on an annual basis just because those employee turnovers and the authorized agent can only provide so much information on that retirement plan that the municipality has set up. So actually getting a chance to get in front of everybody and give that refresher, whether that be during your enrollment time for the rest of your benefits or if you have a health fair or something like that. You wouldn't think to actually include retirement in a sort of health fair, but when it comes to financial wellness, yes, you 100%. That's one of the things that can actually cause your actual health to deteriorate is if you're sitting there trying to worry about retirement and worrying about money constantly. So the best way to really contact us is either by phone um, or by email, one of the two, and we can just get you get the municipality scheduled. And like I said, we work with um, everybody within that area to make sure we can kind of cover everybody. And we're always welcome to come. So if there's for some reason a date on the calendar we can't make it, we always make it work with them. So that's the best way so that we can, that face-to-face conversation with those employees makes an extreme difference. It really does. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, yeah. that's how we feel at OMAD, mm-hmm. too. It just it does make a big yep. difference. I know when Dory goes out and does policy reviews, she always yes. comes back with, oh, we need to take these cars off, put these cars on. Exactly. We need to add these buildings. You know, there's yep. always some change that needs yep. to be made. Exactly. For- it really makes a difference when you're sitting with somebody or sitting in a group of people and their facial expressions about whether or not they really understand what you're talking about. Whereas over the phone, yes, we can still, of course, have those conversations. But that employee or retiree on the other end of the phone going, OK, OK, OK. You know, you can only say OK so many times before I'm like, do you really understand what I'm actually saying, or you know, do we need to go further into this? Whereas when you actually do it in person, which is what kind of our tagline is, is that we like that specialized care that we can provide to those municipalities. You can actually see on their face and, oh yes, I completely understand that. And yeah, so it's a great, great feeling to be completely honest. Yeah, and yeah. you know, honestly, there's no stupid question. No, never um, is. Yeah, I mean, it. it's not. Yep. It's not in my comfort zone to mm-hmm. do all the investments and all those mm-hmm. different things, but um, you have to take control of that and just you ask do. the questions. You do. So. You do have to have responsibility for your own retirement, just like you have responsibilities in your life. But what I always tell people is this is kind of a full circle process. You know, you work for a municipality that I may not live in, but you know, when I come to visit that town, if I have to stop and take a bathroom bake, I'm 
really hoping that the pipes are working, right? Mm -hmm. So needless to say, if those employees are able to take care of those types of things, I will help them with their retirement and we're just gonna work together. That's kind of how I always see it is it's just one big circle. Everybody just helps everybody. Yeah. Yep. Um, I know as an attorney, especially at OMAG, we get calls all the time mm -hmm. um, about legal questions that I may or may not be able to answer. <laughs> may or may not know the answer to, yes. right? Yeah, um, And you and I have talked about this. Um, so sometimes I have to say, this is the best advice I can give you now based mm -hmm. on my opinion, mm -hmm. but you're gonna have to talk to your city attorney or talk to a workers comp attorney yes. or you know find someone with the expertise in that area to yes. talk to. Um, you know, what are some of the common things that you get asked that yeah you you have to kind of say the same thing that I, I you know you're gonna have to get an expert in that exactly area. so the number one question that Chris and I get is well what do you recommend that I do with my investments well because Oklahoma Municipal Retirement Fund is actually a nonprofit so I don't receive any extra money if somebody increases their contribution Chris and I don't receive money if we get a new member because we work on non-commission, neither of us are actually able to tell an employee that you need to put 60% of your money within our aggressive option, you need to put 10% of your money within our you know, small cap option, so on and so forth. We can't come up with your diversified portfolio. The good news is, is that we actually offer funds that kind of take all that guesswork out of it. But it never, it never fails. I'll sit down with somebody and we'll go through and I'll explain and educate them on all of our investment options. At the end of it, they're like, but what would you do? Like, tell me what would you do? Like, if this was your money, what would you do? And it's kind of like, you just have to break it down and be like, I technically don't have the securities license to actually tell you that information. Because if 10 years down the road, you're not happy with your investments and they didn't perform like you had expected them to, that can come back on me. So we just have to be very due diligent about making sure that we don't advise, we just educate. I will educate you till I am blue in the face about all the investment options, but at the end of the day, you have to be prudent about what's best for you. The other, I would definitely say, is um, taxes. So I know enough about taxes to make sure that nobody gets in hot water. Um, but I also, when the employee comes and sits down with me, I don't get a financial download of them. You know, I don't know if they're married. I don't know if they have children. I don't know if they have incoming, income coming in from other resources. So I can only advise them on what's going to happen when they take this money out of our retirement accounts. Um, but so I always do have to tell them, you know what, there's a profession such as a tax preparer. <laughs> and I have a list of them that we can actually invite and say, you know, this is somebody that we trust and this is somebody that you can actually contact. Uh, so that way they can get that assistance and without Chris and I kind of overstepping our boundaries with everything. Oh, that's good information yeah. to know for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming that you're going to be at the OML conference coming up. I mean, I can't wait. I know. I'm so excited. I can't wait. We recently just, I just got back last week or last week was the mayor's conference. And that was the first in 
person conference that I'd been to. And it was amazing just to be able to see all those faces, not on that darn computer screen (laughs) over a Zoom call. So OML is going to be great. Um, OMRF actually works in conjunction with OML and OMAG and CMAO to actually make sure that in the middle of the exhibit hall that we kind of take over and have a bunch of games. Everybody that's ever attended the conference knows that that's where they bring their matches to with the vendors. And it just really gives us the opportunity to actually get out and see all of our municipalities in one place at one time. So all of us are really looking forward to it. Friday Night Lights, I mean, you can't really beat it. Um, I think we're coming up with the mascot and what we're going to have the stadium name. And of course, we're going to do the raffle again this year. You can always find that in the middle. Um, Keep Oklahoma Beautiful is actually going to be the uh, recipient of those charity proceeds this year. So I actually work very closely with them and they are over the moon because they themselves are actually a nonprofit organization and they um, actually beautify all of Oklahoma. So no matter what municipality that you're from, those raffle proceeds are going to go towards something to help beautify the state of Oklahoma. So I know everybody on our staff is so excited for it. I know OMAG's excited for it and I just can't wait. And to have it at that new convention center and down by the Omni, I'm like, man, can't beat it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming to do a podcast with me um, episode. Um, And so you know, I hope people reach out to Katie hope so too. Or, or Chris if you need anything or hit them up at the OML conference. Yes, um, we will be there. You'll always hear Chris before you ever see him. I think we all know that. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I miss that voice, that big, loud, booming I know, voice. Big, so. loud, booming voices there for sure. We get to hear it in September. So. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We hope you can take something away from this podcast that will help your city or town. You can find more information about OMAG on our website at www.omag.org or on our Facebook page. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or ideas for a podcast topic, please send them to allaccess at omag.org. On the next episode of OMAG All Access... 10 years ago and then now we see the results and you're right there's nobody today who doesn't understand that cyber crime is uh is a terrible thing this episode is copyright omag 2021 under the creative commons 4.0 attribution non-commercial non-derivatives international license for more information please visit creativecommons.org